What is up, Crusty Crustaceans <laughs> Fantasy Football League? It's your boy, the Commish Owen Ultrabrunz, coming to you live from Ames, Iowa this time. I am back in the house of Thomas Keneally, Josh Barber, Jacob something, and Jed. Is it Paulson? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there we go. It is the last <laughs> podcast episode of the year. We're going to hand out awards, do a recap of the season, also talk about next season, maybe some other stuff, maybe some college ball. I like college ball. So do you guys. Today with me, I've got special guests. First up, I've got Josh Gibbons, the manager of the South Beach Sims. How you doing, Josh? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for being here today. I've also got uh, another guest. He was here last time. Thomas Keneally, manager of the Houston Astros, a.k.a. Green Bay Packers, a.k.a. two-time champs. Hells yeah, two-time champs. <laughs> there you go. Also, first-time guest, Josh Barber, manager of the Nagasaki Sushi. I'm peachy. He's peachy. He's peachy. <laughs> Also, sitting in the corner is Grace, friend of Josh and Thomas. Hey, Grace. (laughs) There she is. She's going to add random comments in throughout the day. Maybe, maybe not. All right. To start this show off, we're going to start by handing out the awards for the league. So, we're going to start backwards. Start with the worst awards. Where's Max? Max is hanging out with other people. My bad. Um, <laughs> so we'll start with the worst record for the league this year at one and twelve. Ames Tapwater managed by Max Kimball. Congratulations, Max! You won one game during the regular season. He beat me uh, too. Oh, he beat you. Yeah. Wait, was that against you? Yeah. Oh man. Humiliating. Rough, rough stuff, Josh. He also won a game in the postseason against Libby. I think it was against um, Steven. Oh, um, yeah, he did. I think he beat some So, congratulations, right. Max. You ended with two wins, one during the regular season. Uh, but, yeah, congratulations, Max, on that. Uh, then we are going to go to Worst Draft Day, which also goes to Ames Tapwater, Max Kimball. If we take a look at his draft, let's see if I can pull it up here. Um, he was just really unfortunate with his drafts. I don't know if you guys, you obviously don't remember what he drafted, but you guys remember what you drafted, but... I remember looking at his team early on in the season and thinking, Max has a great team, and then watching yeah. every single player get hurt. Right, right. His first round pick was Michael Thomas with the number 10 overall pick, which is okay. He was getting taken first in other leagues, too, and stuff. So that was an okay pick. Just Michael Thomas got injured and then never did anything. And suspended. Oh, it was suspended? Not he was suspended right for like the first three games of the season. Oh, I did not know that. Yep. There you go. He also took Nick Chubb in the second round, who got injured, and then he traded him. To you. I may have bribed him a little bit for that. Uh, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he drafted Kenny Galladay in the third round. That was a bust. Mark Andrews in the fourth round, who didn't play like he should have, really. But that is more Lamar Jackson's fault. He had a bad year for most of the season. Just not enough pass yards to go around for that team. He drafted Le'Veon Bell in the fifth round, who sucked. <laughs> uh, let's see, T.Y. Hilton in the sixth. Uh, who also sucked. Seventh, that Dak Prescott, who would have been fine if he had played the entire season. Yeah. yeah. Dak Prescott would have carried his team. Yeah, oh, definitely. Sure. Holy sure. crap. I feel like, because Max was competing at least the first part of the season. Dak was scary to, like, Max was scary to play against because of Dak for the first three yeah. weeks. Yeah, you're like, shoot, I gotta play Dak this week. <laughs> Dropping 40 bombs on people. He took AJ Green in the eighth. Not good. Karyon Johnson in the ninth. Not good. Bills D and the Ravens D back to back. He took defenses. <laughs> oh, Don't know what the thinking was there. Uh, Matthew Stafford, not a good year. 
Robbie Gold, and then Emmanuel Sanders. So, Draft Nightmare goes to Max Kimball of Ames Tapwater. Next award, we have Draft Happy, which goes to the Burlington Bandicoots because he was the only team in the league to have his entire starting roster in Week 16 was all players that he drafted on draft day. He didn't drop them throughout the season, he just kept them. He didn't, he didn't play everybody the same, but like everybody he started in Week 16 was guys that he drafted. Only team to do that. Also why he ended the year 4-9 and nine, uh, and missed the playoffs. <laughs> Um, let's see. Next, we'll go... Most consecutive losses. Who do you guys think this would be, if you had to guess? Most consecutive losses? Yep. <sighs> Kenny Cairns. What'd you say? Kenny Cairns. Kenny Cairns? What do you guys think? It'd have to be Tapwater, right? Because if they all had one season, so one regular season win, they would have had Tapwater. That's what you would think. But they but probably won halfway through. It's Tapwater, won in week seven, oh. which is the exact middle of the league year. Kenya Karens started three and three and then proceeded to lose the next seven compared to wow. six for Ames Tapwater. So that goes to nice. the Kenya Karens. <laughs> Overall record of three and ten, seven consecutive losses. I don't know what to say, Trevor. That was a bad year. I'm gonna give that to you. Okay. You'll see him. Uh, then we're gonna go to the most resilient team. This team had a point differential of negative twenty-two, so they were outscored by twenty-two points throughout the season. And they had a winning record at 7-6. and six. The only team to have a winning record with a negative point differential. That was the California Trash Pandas. Trash Pandas. Managed by Livy Hartman. So congratulations to her. 7-6 and six is barely a winning record. I don't know if I would be too proud of that. She went no. negative in the point differential. Yeah. She wow. scored. She had like the third highest. 35-point game in week one. Yeah. Yeah. She had like the third highest points for in the league. She also had the highest, second highest points against those. So she was just yeah. unlucky in her yeah. matchups. Teams wow. just scored a bunch against her. She should have probably won a couple more in there. Yeah, she should have. Uh, she had a good team. So that was the most resilient team. Team uh, We'll go worst team name next. That goes to Nick Olschlager, manager of the better team. Uh, there was no vote on that. I just gave him that award because <laughs> I didn't like his team name. <laughs> Understand it. Sorry, Nick. They weren't uh, the better team. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, except when he played me. He beat me, unfortunately. Um, Max will give you that award, Nick. Uh, he's already got it. Best team name goes to, we voted on this one actually, Cargo Shorts Flex, uh, managed by Keith Weinkoff. Um, I basically just wanted to give Keith an award, and I liked his name. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Um, We'll go, next is Least Active Manager. We talked about this earlier. Also goes to the Cargo Shorts Flex, managed by Keith Weinkoff. He made... I don't have it written down here. He made zero trades, like one acquisition, one activation, two acquisitions. I don't know. He made like zero, one, or two of everything. And it, yeah. That's also because he didn't remember his password. Yep. <laughs> so, least valid. if he had remembered his password, he might have given you Devontae Adams. All I needed was Devontae Adams, and mm-hmm. I had the entire Green Bay Packers team. Yep. That would yep. have been stacked team. That, it would have been sweet. Yeah. So, I did not realize what you were doing until after I gave you Alan Lazard. And if I had realized that, I probably would have rejected your trade and asked for, like, Stephon Diggs or somebody. Stephon. I don't know if you would have given him up for I offered Lazard, Stephon Diggs and Russell Wilson while he was still an MVP candidate <laughs> for Devon Adams. was how desperate I was for him. He didn't remember his password. He and he obviously password. didn't care enough to change it. <laughs> I offered uh, him $5, too. The sad thing is, Keith drafted <laughs> and looked at it maybe once or twice throughout the season and still made the playoffs at 6-7. and seven. Because he had a great team. Because he had yeah. Devontae Adams. Yeah. His draft team was probably the best, other than maybe the South Beach Sims. 
he just he drafted good. And it was auto-draft, which is sad for the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> sad daily. Auto-draft warrior. All right, that was the least active manager. Most active manager goes to myself, Owen Ultrabruns, manager of the Barbados Boomerangs. Uh, let's see if I can... What did I do? I had nine trades, 72 acquisitions, 71 drops, 86 activations, and seven IR players throughout the year. So just going ham. I had to do that because I started 0-2 and got killed by people. Oh, yeah. My team put up 62 yeah, points in the first pretty, week. Pretty, pretty, it was, it was rough. Yeah, so, you know, I had to make moves to get out of that. I think I did okay. Did I went 10-1 uh, and one the rest of the weeks. Yep. Yeah. yeah there we go. I took down the South Beach since. That was my With Taysom Hill. Asterisk. Even if I didn't have Taysom Hill in my tight end spot, I think I still would have beat you. You had a bad week that week. I know, yeah. I, I think I only put up like 80. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about the downfall of the South Beach since later, because <laughs> that was a downfall. That, that was brutal. I know. All right. Worst performance. So the worst singular week performance of the week. This team put up 25.6 points. You have nine roster spots, so that means each roster spot put up less, on average, less than three points. Terrible. That goes to the better team in week nine. They put up 25 points. Uh, way to take care of your team, Nick, and put in starting guys who are actually playing. Nice job. <laughs> <laughs> I also talked to Nick in week 13. He was playing the California Trash Pandas, and if he had beat her, he would have made the playoffs. Oh, yeah. And I told him, hey, man, you can make the playoffs with a win here. If you substitute in your two wide receivers, he, he had two of them on his bench. He would have won that game if he had substituted in. But he just said, nah, I don't want to. So, Shame. You know. Unfortunate. Nick, 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 Nick. All right. The best performance comes in week 16. I was thinking about not doing this week because it was a playoff week and not a regular season. Oh, you got to count. But then I was like, man, I got to. His <laughs> yeah, team was off this week thanks to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Josh Allen. It was the Nagasaki Sushi. Week 16, 159.8 points. Congratulations, Nagasaki Sushi. There you go, Thank Josh. Thank you very much. That was, I had 156 in like week three or four. Uh, I think Thomas had a 151 week. Good big week. Uh, Josh, you remember what your highest week was? It was like 130-something. Yeah. I don't, so I don't like, think I ever broke 140. Yeah. You were just a consistent team through the first part. 136 was your highest score in week seven. Yeah. Oh, no, that's the Houston Astros. My bad, my bad. Yeah, so I got 151 and I got 136 yeah, that same yeah. week. Oh, that's Ames Tap Water. <laughs> 35, it looks like. Yeah, yeah, which is like, that's still a good score, but not like super massive, you know? Yeah. All right, that was your highest performance, 159 by the Nagasaka Sushi. Congratulations, Josh. Uh, we'll go to, what haven't I done yet? Worst record, did I already do that? Ames Tap Water, I want to yeah. I did that. Mm-hmm. Best record goes to the South Beach Simps, who went 12-1 and in the regular season. But sadly, couldn't cap the season off with a championship. They lost. It's the second round of the playoffs. Their I know. only playoff appearance this year, or only playoff game this year, because they got the first round bye, and then they lost <laughs> yeah. the first round to the two-time champs. Yeah. Josh, what happened, man? You started so strong. I know, and man. At the end of the season, you wavered a little bit. You took that loss. You showed signs of weaknesses. I think not having a solid running back came back to hurt me, you know? I mean, I had a few that were decent, but I didn't really have, like, a... Uh, Alvin Cook or, you know, one of those other... I agree with that, guys. too. You, you had a Patrick Mahomes, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Mahomes was... And Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. was the yeah. biggest differential throughout the weeks because no tight end was as consistent as Travis Kelsey. No tight end is good as yeah. Travis Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Except for George Kittle, maybe. Maybe. But Kelsey, this is like his third or fourth season in a row leading in tight end fantasy points. Yeah. I think he's leading the league in receiving yards. 
Yeah, I think he was. And as tight end, that's insane. It hasn't happened in like 20 years. Yeah, no. It's, Grace, is that impressive to you? I'm in awe over here. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that, Adam, You're welcome. Grace. Um, yeah. Kelsey really helped your team out there. Yes, I'm mad because I took George Kittle before Travis Kelsey just because I, for some reason, didn't like Kelsey. I don't know why. And then George Kittle ended up have like one or two good games this year. Yo, Stephon Diggs took the lead in receiving yards last oh, year. Oh, did he? Yeah. Ah, dang. And boy, Diggs. Ah, screw Diggs, man. What a guy. Making me lose. All That's right. Stephon. That was the best record. We'll go next. The most name changes. What was your first name, like, before the season even started? Oh, Mark Vance's bald spot. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> this team changed their name four times. Okay, one time before the season even started. So, you heard Thomas say it. He started with Mark Vance's bald spot. Then he switched it to the Houston Astros. Then it became the Green Bay Packers. And finally, the two-time champs. Uh, yeah, I was calling my shot. Thomas, on most of changes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, you're welcome. Uh, if y'all could see these certificates I printed off, they're pretty dope. Um, Very prestigious. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, you I'm going to frame mine, I think. I think you should. Livy put it up on her fridge. Um, so, yeah. Oh, we could both <clears throat> put it up on our fridge. All right, we've got two more awards to hand here. The first one is the league runner-up with an overall record of 12-4. and four. Had to work his way through both rounds, all three rounds of the playoffs, to get to the championship game. Took out the, who did I take out? Cargo Shorts Flex first round. Uh, with a thank you to Nick Chubb for putting me over the top there. Then I took out the Nagasaki Sushi, who I was very scared to play. Thank you again, Nick Chubb, for getting me just over the top. Yeah, my, that was, like two points that was kind of an unfortunate week for Nagasaki Sushi. Because in week 15, he put up like 103, 105. I don't remember. Something like that. I've got it here. I'm looking it up too. You put up 104. Grace's too. Yeah, 104. I put up 107. Uh, but then the following week, you put up that 159, you know? Yeah. Which is just unfortunate. That's how fantasy goes, though, you know? Ups and downs. Just ups and downs, man. Grace should be the league commissioner next year. <laughs> I mean, She's I mean you got to make all these podcasts. You got to make the certificates. I'll make certificates. Okay. okay. I'll make really cute ones. Nice. Cute ones for all the football <laughs> 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 stuff. Uh, but congratulations, Barbados Brewmates. Congratulations, Owen. Thank you very much, League Commissioner Owen. Um, very honored to have this award. It took a lot of work after I started Owen, too. You know, just had to put in a ton of work, and it was a lot of work. All right, we go to the final award of the night, the League Champion Award, a team with an overall record of 11-5. and five. Also had to go through all the rounds of the playoffs, didn't get the bye. They took out the... California Trash Pandas in the first round. I don't know what that score was. Then they took out the giant South Beach Simps in the second round. Um, I remember the first time, or the second time you guys played in the regular season, you snapped me and were like, I think I can beat him this week. And then your team just sucked. Yeah, we did terrible. Oh, yeah. Off by like 50. Yeah, yeah. And then he snapped me again before. He's like, I actually think I can beat Josh this week. And I was like, that's what you said last time. (laughs) How is it going to happen? And then your team... Just didn't perform well again, mm-hmm. and he got the win. I was looking at the matchups, and I was like, Gibbons, every single team that he's playing, he has a bad matchup. I've got everything going for me right now, <laughs> except for my team record and my team, like, my actual players were terrible. <laughs> Those matchups are the only consistent thing I think through fantasy is, like, if you get a good matchup, you should play him, you know? Um, and then he took out the Barbados Boomerangs in the league championship. Barbados Boomerangs put up their worst score since week five with 88 points. Just sucked. Dalvin Cook, 14 points. Nick Chubb, like 12 points. My kicker had 15 points. Second most points on my team was my kicker. 
Um, Jalen Hurts didn't give me the league-winning game I thought he would. Um, if it makes you feel any better, I left 30 points on the bench. You did, you did. I left probably 25 points on yeah, the bench. Yeah, Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson Jr. should have played him. Single-handedly could have won the game for you. Yep, yep. Sad day. Um, but, you know, that's fantasy. So, congratulations, Thomas Keneally, manager of the two-time champs. Um, he's got a bomb-ass trophy here. Congratulations. Thank you. <clears throat> it is a trophy from last year's Fantasy League um, that I forgot to give him last year, so he's getting it now. Um, the two-time champ. Still got the plaque from last year, the Purple People Eaters FFL League Champion 2019. Uh, he can change that if he wants to or keep it the same. It doesn't matter. Um, the Reserve Champion Trophy is at my house somewhere. Um, but, you know, it goes to me, so I didn't feel the need to bring it and yep. present it to myself. To my assistant. <laughs> so, <laughs> that is your 2020 Crusty Crustaceans Fantasy Football League Awards. Let's go. Holla for a dollar. Okay. <laughs> We're going to move on now to something else. We're going to talk about season reactions. So I want to start with the league champion, Thomas Keneally. What's up? How do you how do you think the season went? You know, overall. You know, for me, for a few weeks in there, I was losing to everybody, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it was nice to win. You had a three game losing streak, week nine, ten, and eleven. Who did I lose to? Uh, I don't remember, but you put up 87, 87, 78. So all decent weeks. Me. Yeah, it was probably you three in a row. Honestly, actually, I beat you in our only game this season. I beat. Yeah, the Nagasaki Sushi in week all thirteen. All my players were had a bye week. <laughs> I needed to make the playoffs with that win. I think. It was close. So the only playing game was in Week 13 was between California Trash Pandas and the better team. I think by that so point, I did you had pretty much locked it in. But yeah. in Week 12, yeah. you were still like <laughs> iffy if everybody else won, you know. You, maybe not. I was just holding on all season, just praying. You were, you were, well, you started out 4-0, and and then you lost 2, won 2, lost 3, and then you won your last 2. Okay, yes, I mean, you know. I was looking at my team. Strong. I was seeing injuries. I had a bunch of undrafted Rookies on my team, Antonio Gibson and James Robinson, oh, yeah. were carrying Those my were team. Huge pickups this year. I picked up Gibson in the draft, thinking, you know, I hope he gets all of the carries for the Redskins. And Dwayne Haskins sucks, and it happened. Probably, he was probably better than Clyde Edwards Hilaire this year, who went in the first round in most leagues, or second, first or second mm-hmm. round. Yeah, and he was a better pickup than him because he was a touchdown machine. They mm-hmm. love him in the red mm-hmm. zone, and that Skins team needs it. Well, mm-hmm. the Washington Football Team. My bad. Gotta be politically correct on this podcast. We only like. Kosher language here. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, keep it in line, Thomas. Washington football team. <laughs> Cleveland baseball team. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, do you think there was, like, good manager interaction throughout the season? I think, you know, when I tried to take take my team to only being the Green Bay Packers, everyone was very helpful in that, except for <laughs> Keith, who I still am angry at because they didn't get Devonta Adams. But, like, everyone was having a good time, and... The people who weren't even participating were still participating in the group chat, so yeah. it was still that's enjoyable, true. True. and there was some good trash talk, so it was fun. That's nice. What about you, Josh Barber, manager of the Nagasaki Sushi? It was good. Just inconsistent. I had a lot of high-scoring games and a lot of low-scoring games. Mm-hmm. Still a very inconsistent team this year. That's about all I got to say. <laughs> Josh, how are you feeling about this fantasy this year? Oh, I feel pretty good. I mean, I couldn't have asked for a better regular season. I just wish my team wouldn't have underperformed in the, the second stretch. round of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Also, I still kind of am upset I didn't get the bye for the first round. I lost out because we did divisions, and I was yeah. in the strong division. Um, that East division over there kind of sucked. Led by Nagasaki Sushi. Um, you went 8-5 and five or 9-4 in the season? 
You would have gotten. He got. He went eight and five. He got in third yeah. in our division. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or yeah, tied yeah. for third, and yeah. he won his division with a bye. Yeah. And then seven and six was Libby Hartman with the second place team there. Um, so yeah, next year no divisions. They are the NFC East. <clears throat> yeah, yes, <laughs> they are. Except there is one winning team in that division this in our league this year, not in the NFL. That's true. Um, so yeah. Uh, let's see. So I thought the season overall went pretty well. Again, I kind of wish there was more like effort from some other managers in the bottom <laughs> half of the league. Because I mean, it was pretty clear four weeks in which teams were actually applying themselves and which ones weren't. I mean, yeah, so there's that. I try to keep everybody involved by doing polls and, you know, the podcasts yeah. and stuff like that, the power rankings. You so, did a good job with the podcasts and Facebook Lives. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Next year, I hope to get a little more guests involved, you know, want to get more people engaged with it. You should um, have Max co-host. Max? Yes. All right, I think I can do that. Um, I just gotta take more time for it I tried to like edit it one week and put like sounds in there and stuff but it it was so much time and I was like honestly this is taking the fun out of it I just like sent down a topic you know (laughs) yeah good season Um, yeah who do you guys think was the best draft pickup this year that just made a game changer throughout the year anybody come to mind so for my team when I look at my team it was definitely Dalvin Cook yeah because he was just putting up points all season long, very consistent. And everybody else on my team, I only had three players that I drafted on my team at the end of the year. Dalvin Cook, Tyler Lockett, and George Kittle. George Kittle I dropped when he was injured, took him back on IR then when he was going to come back. Tyler Lockett had like a good four weeks and then sucked. Put up like five points consistently and just kind of screwed my receiving core over the entire year. So my receiving core was my downfall and the weakness of my team all year long. Um, but that's because I targeted running backs, you know, in the draft. So, uh... I mean, personally, Antonio Gibson and Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Stephon Diggs won me the championship, yep. and Antonio Gibson carried me through most weeks. Yep. Fifth-round pick and a fourth-round pick. Mm-hmm. Huge. Probably Stephon Diggs overall. Mm-hmm. Diggs was the most consistent player in our league. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. always good for 10 points. Mm-hmm. And good for 20 when you need a championship. Yeah, good for 30 <laughs> when you need a championship, I guess. Freaking Patriots. Uh, Josh, who you got? Who you seen on your team that was just huge? You got to say Josh Allen. Yeah, 100% mm-hmm. Josh Allen. Um, just good uh He's the first-ranked quarterback in our league now, I guess, overall. I don't know who else. Derrick Henry had a pretty inconsistent year. He had some yeah. pretty – he had some super high games, but also some really low games. Yep. And I don't know if that's because, like, maybe Ryan Tannehill was a little more – in the system there and was able to toss it a little bit more. Ryan Tannehill needs to be in the MVP conversations. Really? Like, look at his stats compared to Patrick Mahomes for the past two years. But what about... They're almost the same. Like, you would, you would put him in the MVP race this year. I would put him in... I would put him over Josh Allen in the MVP race this year. What about Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers has played very well this year. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers has been pretty bad all year, you know? I think... Pretty garbage. <laughs> lots of interceptions. Not very many touchdowns. Josh Gibbons, how do you feel about that as a Green Bay Packers fan? Well, I know he's a Packers fan, yeah, too, isn't so he? I'll go pull my Clay Matthews. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I forgot about that. <clears throat> so, Ryan Tannehill, that's the statement of the night. Ryan Tannehill should be in the MVP race. I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, he's been a little inconsistent <laughs> to me. Um, but maybe that's part of the answer is why Derrick Henry wasn't as good. Maybe It might be. Um, also, maybe it just wasn't cold enough. You know, Derrick Henry, that's true. It when it's cold colder, enough, he yeah. plays he's got better. It. Derrick Yeti. 
I do like that jersey. Clay Matthews. If only it was like a 55 Vikings jersey. jersey. Um, Zero Super Bowl wins, Vikings jersey, you know? Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> it's whatever. We beat you guys once this year, so I'll take that. Um, we're keeping you out of the one seed so far. Even though if you win, you got it, right? If we win, we got it. Or if the Saints lose. If the Saints lose. No, the Seahawks lose. Seahawks, Seahawks lose. lose. Which is, the Seahawks are not looking good right now. So mm-hmm. Their defense picked up recently. That's true. They have. That's what's keeping them in, in it now. Hey, so, and Minnesota gets a lot of time to rest this offseason. Yeah. That's always good. It should be good for all their young cornerbacks. They're like That's true. nine new faces on defense. And Kirk Cousins. He you needs know. the rest. Kirk Cousins played extremely well. He's a He's- top five quarterback this year. If you took away those first interceptions, you like the first five games. And if you take the first five guys out of the league. The first four guys. Also make top five. I don't know. <laughs> Kirk play well this year, you know. He just has a bad offensive line. Doesn't get enough respect. I usually don't defend Kirk Cousins, but I will because... I mean, I love Michigan State fans. So. Enough. Are you really? Yeah. You probably told me that before. I just don't remember. Yeah, it's fine. We sucked uh, football this year. Yeah, you did. Definitely did. Yeah. Uh, all Michigan teams sucked at football this year. Um, let's see. Josh Gibbons, who was, who was your carry for the year? I think it was a combination of Mahomes and Kelsey. Because, you know, if mm-hmm. like every uh, touchdown pass to Kelsey, I'd get 10 points. Four for Mahomes and then mm-hmm. six for Kelsey. Kelsey just, yeah, he was a difference maker at the tight end position. Again, no also, Metca- Metcalf had a oh, very good week as well. Yeah. He was stealing all of Lockett's targets, which ticked me off. Like, they were outperforming my running backs, I'd say, most yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for you, your weakness was definitely your running backs. Oh. Uh, what do you guys think for your teams? What were your, what were your position weaknesses? <clears throat> my team was up and down all season. <laughs> Everyone besides Diggs. <laughs> my decisions on quarterbacks, Lamar and Russell Wilson, uh, like, yeah. just alternated away I remember a bad week. at the start of the season, you were playing Lamar over Russell. Yep. And, you know, I called you out, man. I was like, you've got to play Russell over Lamar. And it's a good thing you started doing that. Well, I put in Russell Wilson, and Lamar dropped almost 30 that week. Okay, well, I, I think I remember that, too, because you were like, yeah. Start Russell Wilson! Russell <laughs> Wilson! Lamar Jackson would have won me a game! But you ended up dropping Lamar by the end of the season. Because... Yeah, for Aaron Rodgers. Oh, did you trade him for Aaron Rodgers? I traded for Aaron Rodgers and then dropped Lamar Jackson. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I gave him Aaron Rodgers. And, and then I you. ended up picking up Lamar Jackson, gave playing him a game. Who did I give yeah, him for? Robinson. Okay. Oh, yeah, James Robinson. Yeah. Yeah, that helped you Which out. did help, you know. yeah. Yeah. All right, so Thomas's team is just up and down. Um, Josh, do you think you have weaknesses on your team? Yeah, probably a flex player and the second running back. Okay, yep. The running backs were kind of hard to come by yeah. this year. I was looking at points, and like besides Dalvin Cook, I think Dalvin Cook was just very consistent this year, kind of. He had two games, in the, a game in the 40s, a game in the 30s. Everything else was like around 20, you know, just consistent. Um, but yeah, running backs could have been up and down this year. Even Alvin Kamara had some really bad weeks. Then sprung for 53 against the Vikings, sadly. He should have got the record for touchdowns that game. Because uh, Sean Payton gave it to Taysom Hill on the goal line instead of... Kamara? Come on. What quarter? I didn't like the fourth quarter. Jeez. And then, so I thought he was just going to rest Kamara after that. But then he put him in later, a couple minutes later, to get another touchdown. And that's when he tied the record. Sad. You could have owned that record. Yep. Wow. All because of Sean Payton. Just wanted his, his baby, Taysom Hill, to get in the game. Um, for my team, it was definitely the wide receivers. It was just tough all year long. I was running with Tyler Lockett, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup was just disappointing. I mean, just I should have been aware of that white guy as a wide receiver in the NFL just doesn't work out that often. Um, so should have known that. Uh, let's see, Tyler Lockett was a disappointment. 
I had Robert Woods. Brandon Ayuk went off at the end of the season, but then his last game was not good. Um, Adam Thielen's a good white receiver. That's true. I had to think about it. That's true. You were yeah. thinking about it. I think Cole Beasley had a decent year. Yeah, he did. Yeah, um, consistent. Strong. Who else? Who else? If it was PPR, Cole Beasley would have been the best. Oh, yeah. The, best. the podcast I did was too. They are PPR, and they were raving about Cole Beasley. Yeah. So, yeah, wide receivers for my team. Um, let's see. Anything else? Who's your league MVP this year? Did we talk about that already? We've not. Okay. Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs. For fantasy or for, like, overall NFL? Overall. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't think you're going to win any votes with that one. Um, but, you know, run with it, run with it. Stick with it. Be bold. Who are you thinking of, Josh? I'm going with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, seriously, Aaron Rodgers. I really wish it could be Russell Wilson. Because he was on track for, like, what, 70-some touchdowns? Yeah, he was, he he was started off strong, strong good, and now it's just... Yeah, yeah, so I wish that would have been insane. But no, uh, Aaron Rodgers, I think. He's a bad man. Is he got 40 touchdowns already? Yeah, I think so. Jeez. What a beast. How many interceptions? Like five. Five, max. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. All right, league MVP, probably Aaron Rodgers. Stephon Diggs has a vote. Ryan Tannehill for Dark Horse MVP. Um, <laughs> both votes thrown out by Thomas Keneally. Let's see. Look at the stats. Tannehill's been good. Okay, I looked up, like, top 10 MVP candidates. Number one, Aaron Rodgers. Number two, Pat Mahomes. Number three, Derrick Henry. Number four, Josh Allen. Uh, let's see, number five, Alvin Kamara. Number six, Russell Wilson. Number seven, Tom Brady. Get Tom Brady out of there, right? I don't want to hear any more talk about how good Tom Brady is. Like, he sits there and he throws. He's accurate. Okay, what else does he do, man? Nothing. I mean, he sits there and he throws touchdown passes. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean... <laughs> because Bruce Arians has built a great team around him, Okay. Like, if he was still in the Patriots this year, I think they maybe go 9-7. and seven. And guess what? That'd be the AFC, so they'd still miss out on the playoffs. I just think he has a good system around him. Bruce Arians is a good coach. Tampa Bay has good players. And Tom Brady is a huge benefactor of that. Get Tom Brady out of the MVP discussion. TJ Watt at 8. Aaron Donald. Devontae Adams at 10. 11, Tannehill. Right Tannehill should be up there. I'm <laughs> telling you. 32 TDs to 7 picks. Not great in that sense, but he's also like, that's less interceptions than Patrick Mahomes. I feel like Tennessee, though, is just asking him to just, just be like a game manager, you know? We're just going to give the ball to Derrick Henry, ask you to throw in third and long, just but get us through games. He's yucking deep balls to A.J. Brown and hit. Okay, he's true. throwing dimes. A.J. Brown has been good. And Corey year. Davis. That's true. He's making plays. Johnny Smith. You had him on your team for like four weeks. At one point, yeah. He's making plays to the aerial game. If they were throwing the ball versus the Packers, I'd have been scared. I knew we could stop Derrick Henry. Packers' run defense was not good this year, though. Yeah, but they stopped Derrick Henry. One game. One That's all he needed. Because now you He's a one-cut running back. Or just a downhill running back. What are you going to do? Run through Kenny Clark? Nah. I don't even know who Kenny Clark is. He a big man. <laughs> He's a big deep All right. Ryan Tannehill, dark, dark horse for MVP. Hot news. Let's see. What else? Is there anything else we want to discuss about in the league? We can switch it to college football. How about that Iowa State game? How about that muffed punt at the end of the second quarter? That was great. Thank you. That was incredible. Who did we play? Oregon. Thank Oregon. you, Oregon Ducks, <laughs> for that gift. Um, Iowa State... They were just very consistent, pounding the ball, 
I think, what's his face? <laughs> Who's our running back? Brees Hall. Brees Hall. He had like 30-some carries, 170 yards, two touchdowns, um, All-American. Great year for Iowa State. Kind of disappointing. They couldn't get the Big 12 championship game one. Uh, but good year for Iowa State. As we all know, Oklahoma still runs the Big 12. Good for them. Um, how do you guys feel about the college football playoffs? I think there should be more teams. Four teams is not enough. Expand it to like eight or... Eight or 16. 16. Ooh, 16. 16. Dang. Right? How many is in the NFL one? 12. Well, this year it's... This year it's 14. 14. I think 12. minimum 12. But I say 16 minimum because... Minimum 12. Look, there's so many college teams. Yeah, there are. And there's always those upsets. Like the New York Giants, the wildcard Giants... Can make the playoffs. This year. Can make the playoffs. No, but the, the wildcard Giants that won the last two Super Bowls. Oh, they were... Made. They're both wild card teams. They popped the Patriots twice, the undefeated Patriots, and they were a wild card mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. Every game needs to be played. You can't be getting in just on your record alone. That's true. That's a lot true. of eleven and one teams should be trying at least. Why don't Why don't we just do like a hundred and thirty team playoff? You know, just do full March Madness. And it should just start from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you lose your first week, that sucks. Yeah. Your season's over. And a best <laughs> of three for the championship. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting crazy with this college football now. I think six teams what I think because hear me out on this you take your five conference champions you take your group power five conference champions they get the automatic bid and then you take one group of five conference champions okay the first your conference champion then would be the first round of the playoffs because to me if you can't win your conference you shouldn't be in the playoffs you have to win your conference and then you get it one and bring back the importance of the conference championship you'd have to win your conference at least and then also your preseason games you could play whoever then right because now, like, Ohio State, Alabama, Oklahoma, they don't want to schedule big guys in the preseason because in case they lose, you know? They just want to schedule teams they can beat because if they go undefeated, they make it. They get one loss, they make it, you know? If you make you win your conference, you can schedule Alabama and Ohio State for the preseason games, you know? hmm Notre Dame should make it every year. Because they're independent? Yep. Do you think they should have been in this year? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think they proved it. <laughs> I lose it so much. <laughs> To Clemson or Alabama? Alabama, right? Yeah, yeah they lost yep. to Alabama. Yeah, but they lost hugely to Clemson before that. Yeah, they're not a playoff team ever. They've been so bad in every single oh. bowl game for years. What's their coach's name? I can't remember, but he was getting mad Kelly. because... Yeah, Kelly, there you go. Is it Chip Kelly or is That's it Brian Kelly? Kelly? It's one of the Kelly brothers. Yeah, it's the Kelly. Um, he was getting mad because reporters kept asking him about why Notre Dame can't compete in bowl games, and then he was getting pissed off. He's like, oh, we compete in every bowl game we're in. They just are on the losing edge, you know. Except last year against Iowa State when I crushed them. Yeah. But that was a bad matchup. Iowa State should not have gotten over there. Um, Josh, what do you think about college football, especially as a Wisconsin Badgers fan this year? Rough I know, yeah, they had it rough. I'm, I'm glad they won their bowl game, but, yeah, they ended like 500 in the regular season. Mm-hmm. I think a lot yeah. of the usual Big Ten powerhouses underperformed, like Michigan. Michigan, Michigan State. Um, Michigan's been bad since Harbaugh got there. Honestly, hear me out on this, okay? I'm gonna defend Harbaugh here too. Michigan has never been like a super dominant team, you know. They've never been in Ohio State. They've all consistently done like ten win seasons. Maybe every once in a while get the conference championship. Harbaugh has done that, other than this season. Plus, Ohio State is on a historic run for the past five or six years. Yeah, of being just good. Who do you think is gonna win between Bama? I think Bama, just because you never pick against Bama. 
But Ohio State surprised me against Clemson. I was shocked. I Who do you want to win? I want Bama to win. I hate Ohio State. I do too. Just because I only played six regular season games this year. And because I hate Ohio State. Ohio yeah. State's the worst. Yeah, they are. Although, they have Trey Sermon running back from Oklahoma who transferred to Ohio State. So I, I kind of am rooting for him, but I still want them to lose. Josh, what do you think? How many teams in the playoffs? I don't follow college football. Okay, he does not follow college football, folks. Only NFL, he's only a professional. Grace, from the peanut gallery, how many teams do you think should be in the college football playoff? Your options are 1 through 130. What? That's a lot of numbers. Yeah. 69. I'm going to go with a healthy 10. 10, okay. I like 10. There's a buy there. The first two teams get a buy. Yeah, buy is always nice for those top two teams. Exactly. Ten is justifiable as well. And then Notre Dame can for sure make it. Different. Oh yeah, yeah. And then just get <laughs> obliterated by whoever they play. Yep, yep. Doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Thank you, Grace, for that input. You're um, I think that was the soundest input we've had all podcast. <laughs> this entire podcast. Uh, let's see. So I also want to talk about next season's fantasy football league. Um. There's already some players who won't be back. <laughs> some managers next year who won't be back. Did they say that or did you say that? Uh, I said that. <laughs> Mostly because there's going to be a buy-in next year. There's going to be a buy-in fee. Um, and I'm doing that because I want every single team manager to be hitting waiver wire every week to be offering trades to be more engaged throughout the season. And I feel like an entry fee will do that. How am I going to win then? What do you mean? I lived on the waiver wire bullshit. I lived on the waiver wire this year too. It's just gonna be a lot tougher. We'll have to draft better. Um, yeah, that's tough. Unless you're the South Beach Sims. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I'm. I kind of want to do fifty dollars because that's a lot, and it's kind of wow. like there's some actual money here. Like pay attention. Mm, that's a big. But I don't know. Some might have lost another manager. Yeah. <laughs> but think about it. If there's, I want to get twelve people. 20, you did fifty bucks. That'd be six hundred bucks. Winner would get like three out four hundred bucks. That'd be huge. That'd be ridiculous. But I feel like fifty is a lot, and I would be willing to spend that on this. But maybe other people wouldn't. So maybe I drop it down to like thirty or twenty. I feel like it's more. I think I can do twenty. Alright, twenty is sounding like the consensus. Um, let's see. So we take twenty times twelve. That's what two forty. If you get twelve people. Yeah. yeah. If I get twelve people, winner would get like a hundred and twenty. Jed Paulson volunteered to be in our league and only try and beat me every week. Okay. Just so you know. Okay. He also, the best players I forgot. I was me. thinking about this. That I'm, I'm pretty sure Jed asked me to leave this year, and I forgot to like send him an invite or something. <laughs> or like one of you guys were like, hey, put Jed in too, and I forgot. So sorry, Jed. I know you all listen to this podcast, but... <laughs> I'll send it to him. <laughs> He's always way to Arkansas. You can listen to it. Um, we can invite him next year to be in, because uh, I'll be looking for players now. Um... I have had people this year ask to listen to the podcast, and I'm like, no, it's members only, uh, mainly because I don't want to hear them. I don't want them to hear how bad it is. <laughs> um, so, anybody else listening? To this? If you find this podcast somehow, if you join the Fantasy League, you can listen to this every week. Um, let's see. So, entry fee for next year of twenty dollars, most likely. Uh, no divisions, maybe. I don't know about that yet. No divisions. Um, yeah, I don't know what else would change. I would like to get 12 instead of 10. Um, would you do standard or PPR? I like standard just because, I don't know, maybe it's just because I haven't tried PPR and I 
don't know how to manage with PPR because that's points per reception, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would kind of like to try PPR, but I don't know. Do you like, have you played PPR before? I have not played PPR. And this is the only fantasy league I've ever been in. Okay, okay. Have either of you No, no, no. Okay. Um, probably not then. Probably just stick with standard. I, I do kind of want to try like a keeper league where you keep a couple players during the offseason. Um, oh, I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah. I kind of want to try that. Starting right now. Starting right now. I can switch the settings probably. Maybe. Right, you know. um, I'm obviously keeping Delvin Cook. Um, I'm letting Tyler Lockett go. Shoot, I dropped me. all of my good players to put all the Packers back on my team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Thomas has Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. And not Devontae Adams. I still have Stephon um, Diggs. Actually, I don't know how that would work because we have people dropping in the league next year. So... They would have to hand their team off to somebody. I have AJ Dillon. What? Oh, I said I have AJ Dillon. I got really excited. And Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, Those Mitchell are my Trubisky, keepers yeah. right there. I don't think, <laughs> think he's going to go off next year, you know, for whatever team he's playing for. Chicago, hopefully. Uh, so, we maybe do keeper. Um, there's also, like, some links. I don't know what it's called when you do, like, Grace, how you feeling over there? Great. Nice, nice. This is good content. Do you want to join the league next year? Yeah, do you want to be in the league? $20 buy-in. Actually, um, would you do a $50 buy-in? No. I would not. I would maybe give you a dollar. Okay, well, I guess she's not going to buy 20 bucks. I've seen some leagues where they do, like, if you want a waiver wire acquisition, you have to, like, bid on them with actual, you have, like, fab is what they call it. And so you can put, like, you have so much money to spend each week or throughout the season, so you can put like five dollars down if you want to buy this player in waiver wire, or you can put like fifty if you really want them. That one would be tough because then you have to do like money management too. That's scary. You know, economics with that one. Yeah, let's not do that. All right, that one's vetoed. That sounds like a lot of work to me too. Kind of take some of the fun out of it. The coolest league I've seen is the Vampire League, where yeah, everyone gets to draft, and then the last person, um, they make their entire team of waiver wires acquisitions, Whoa. and then if they beat a team. They get to take one player off of their team, Whoa. of their choice, and add to their own team. I kind of like that, actually. It sounds very spicy. Because honestly, I feel like my entire team was waiver yeah, wire. Yeah, there are teams this year that were like waiver wire teams. Yeah, that'd be mm -hmm. that'd Brutal. be interesting. But would that last team have to still buy in? You know, the twenty bucks to the league to be the vampire? Oh, absolutely. Team? Okay, because they okay. could get good by the end of the season. I would be interested in that. That mm -hmm. would be fun to do. Especially since, yeah, you can steal the player. So does a team that beat them, that actually drafted, they don't get to steal the player, nope. right? Nope. Okay. Okay. Mm. Dang, that's interesting. All right. Didn't know about that one. That one's cool, though. Um, there's one other thing I was thinking of, too, but I can't remember it. Yeah, I don't know. You guys got anything else you want to talk about? I got nothing. Josh has nothing. The other Josh has nothing. Grace is shaking her head now. Got nothing. Thomas is looking at me. Um, I, think God, <laughs> I think that is it Crusty Crustaceans Fantasy Football League thanks for a great fantasy football season um, thank you for playing fantasy football with all of us uh, making it enjoyable um, yeah again congratulations to Owen Ultra Browns of the Bears <laughs> Firm Ranks for second place and Thomas Keneally manager of the Houston Astros aka Green Bay Packers aka some other team I can't remember at the start of the season. Two time champs. AKA two time champs on his second championship in as many years. Holla. Peace out till next year. I may do an off-season podcast like halfway through. Pieces.